0: Game against Newcastle
1: United. We'll start off with I saw an article on the website
0: where you speak about seeing an extra edge away from home. What is that extra edge? I think I was trying to reference um, from when I first got here. You know, the idea was that the the recent history had not been good away from home, and uh, I was more trying to describe that. I think at home you got your home support and the feeling. You know, you always imagine teams to be right at home just from the off, whereas away sometimes you know take a an internal atmosphere in the group, an internal mentality. So I was trying to describe that more than anything that, you know, the extra edge I was talking about is it's needed, I think, away from home, you know, because often it's my home records are home records. And then when the crowd wasn't there, we all know it changed during the COVID period. So. You know, that was a show of how the home crowd helps, how the home feel helps. So I think it was more the the idea, you need the edge anyway, but away from home, I think it's an internal edge where everyone's committed to the cause, which is to win a game, of course. Is there an edge that performances have got us apart, which we've spoken about before, have been good this season? I think putting it in the net, I think, you know, the, the amount of chance we've created, the quality of chance as well. I'm, I'm not, I've am i never been obsessed by the amount, I always think it's the quality of chances, but the, the quality of chance we've made it, At home and the performances, on top of good performances, I think, you know, but you've got to score a goal, you've got to put it in the net. So I think that's the the thing that we've got to keep uh, keep on the detail with, really, but keep the belief equally. You know, you've got to keep creating, you've got to keep um, asking questions of the opposition and then find the moment of truth. With
1: two games like this at home, back to back as well, do you (coughs) feel that expectation is on Newcastle and Chelsea? And in some respects, does that in turn play into your hands a little bit?
0: Um, I think it's slightly different um, because they're, you know, both strong sides. Recently, with Newcastle, you know the, the way they've gone about their business the last season and a half or so, and um, Chelsea more historically, um, and, and, and finding their feet somewhat. You know, I, th- I think they're both got talented groups and trying to get the best uh, best of them, most spending power, all the rest of it, um, but trying to mould teams to, to win games. I think. There probably is a little bit more on on them and what they're doing than us. But that's not from us, by the way. I think that's and I don't think it's from Evertonians either. I think it's from the wider picture of football. But uh,
1: imagine the mood around the place is as high as it can be, I suppose, after after
0: that picture. Yeah. Yeah, I think. You know, the, the recent uh, news, obviously, and then and then a, a good performance, but one that didn't bring a result against Man United, and then a strong performance away from home and a win, um, and I felt deserved over the 90-odd the minutes. So I think it just enhances the feel anyway. I think the feeling was good in the camp. Um, the performances had been generally good and a good run of results recently, um, but I think it re-enhances that and it, and it grows. It helps to, to bond the players even tighter, I think, and I think that's coming that real belief in each other as a team, and I think that's that's growing all the time.
1: Are you getting any players back I'm
0: thinking Amadou and Amadou, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Andre Gomez? This yeah, Andre, Andre's had a very frustrating season so far, but he got a run out last week. he got about 60 odd minutes, which is good. A bit more to come from him, I think, to be fully fit. Um, Amadou's only just back on the grass, so touch and go with our decision around him. And then uh, Dom's showing good signs today of being right, so he'll come back into the thinking
1: just wondered about Seamus as well and when his right to introduce him. Obviously, like that the highlight uh, coming back to Goodson Park, but he's been in, in good form at the moment as well. Someone like Seamus obviously knows him, but at the same time, he's lacking game time as well. So where does that come into the thinking?
0: Yeah, you but I mean, <coughs> excuse me. Well, I've spoken clearly recently about the the different style of full backs we've got and the mixture we've got. Miko's developing all the time and getting stronger, I feel. Um, Youngie with his age, experience, likewise, similar but different with Sheamus. Um, And obviously, Pato, you know, maturing as a player. So there's a good, good uh, feel about the fullback areas. And we wanted that balance. I think we have got that balance and the demand. And I think that's important. Um, Who gets the shirt? Who's playing? Not just by the individual, by the team, the way the team shapes it, the way it's performing, the way we're getting results. And
1: what do you make of a player that you didn't get to work with while you were here at at Everton, but uh, the way that Anthony Gordon's form has progressed this season. What have you made of it and how much of a threat do you see him as? Because obviously,
0: you guys have more than one threat, Yeah, I don't know much about him, <clears throat> excuse me, in the sense of working with him on a daily basis. Um, it seems like he's settled into life up there, but there's more to it up there. They, you know, they've. They've collected some very good players and um, put, put uh, you know an amount of money into the team that's helped. Um, a good manager as well, I believe, and, and staff doing their jobs right. And it's a good good mixture, and they've, they've shown that. So, yeah, it's not about one player. I think they're a good side. Um, and other than their injuries, I think they've got a good squad, actually.
1: Just finally for me, obviously, last night at one point, it looked like Luton could move five points clear on you. At the same time, without the points deduction, you'd be up in 13th at the moment, and we'd be possibly talking about the potential to move into the top half of the table instead we're talking about potential to move out the bottom three I just wonder how frustrating that is for you and how you yeah
0: I mean it's well the mood's been good so I think like I've spoken about so I know I've spoken enough about it well we parked it quickly as a group and said right it is what it is now we crack on Um, so the mood's been good Um, the storyline around it all has maybe enhanced the mood because of I think everyone in football's pretty shocked so that maybe brought a bit more alignment with their own group and you know as if like well everyone deems it a, a big blow not just us um performances so far have been good and the attitude towards it so I'm not really um overthinking what's happened now it's time to move on it can't certainly can't get involved in other people's results because they you know we have to look after ourselves but it's helpful if results um go your way of course um and, but it's the most helpful thing if you sort things out yourself and that's what we intend to do
1: I imagine it a psychological boost
0: that you can, that's Yeah, I think with the idea being that, you know, what's happened, the difference in the lead table as it would be and where it is, then I think, of course, the, the quicker you can get back into that that um, lower, well, now lower end of the pack, because we were sort of getting to the top end of the, the, the lower pack, if that makes sense. Um, and now we've got to climb our way out of it, you know, and, and that's just the way it is. That's just the reality at this moment. You know, yeah, again, we don't know about appeals and all that sort of stuff. We're going to have to wait and see.
2: Thanks, Thank Penny. We'll go to Mike. at ready on those. <coughs> Excuse me. Sure. Can you sense uh, an extra spring in the step of the players after Saturday night? Because, as you say, the performance against United was a lot to like about it, but but not the result. Saturday, you got the result, and uh, and there is a lift-off element to it now, isn't there?
0: Um. Well, that can only be judged on the the coming games. You can't judge it on one game. I think there's been a good atmosphere all season. I think the. The clarity of their thoughts to play, the clarity of their thoughts to win games or attempt to win games has been really pleasing. I think, you know, the knock that we've had recently, it's just been more pleasing to see the group enhance that further. And I think, you know, commit to the next cause, which is to overturn that situation with the points, that is, and then see if anything helpful comes along with an appeal. But the focus on the performances has been very good, I think, and and winning just enhances everything anyway. It's not relevant about whether you've had ten points taken off you. Winning, winning is the thing that enhances all the work that they do and their belief in the work they do. The tools
2: that you use <coughs> to help improve Everton's away form since you got here can they also be used? You think to to improve the home form, which despite the chances you've created in so many. Now the,
0: the noise is very simple about the home form. It's scoring goals. You you know you can. You analyse performances, which we do of course, we analyse them from our own eyes and scouts and guests that I have at the game, I think are very honest, Um, and equally what what the stats are saying. So It's it's scoring goals, it's simple as that, we've played very well at home this season, arguably better than we've played away but we haven't collected the same points. (laughs) It's putting the ball in the net, that's the biggest thing and that's the next challenge because a lot of our performances have been very strong at home. How much do you think Beto will have benefited from
2: Saturday, because he hasn't started many matches? In some senses, he had a tough all night because a lot of frustrations as well. But you need games to get better. There's only so much that you can do
0: in training. Yeah, he's he's developing. I think Yusef's working really hard as well. Um, you know, we want them to develop. It takes a bit of time coming into the Premier League, um, and he's and he's continued to work very hard at his game both on on uh, off the pitch. Sorry, that off, off playing. Sorry for the first bit and on the training pitch. And I think that's an important factor. But he's going along nicely. Dom, we know, is a very good player and he's and he's been a, a big player for Everton for a while now. And we want him to continue doing that. And that also is good for Dom, that demand on him to stay in the team. Because Beto, I mean, Youssef's younger, but he's still he's still developing well. He's still working very hard. You know, there's, there's a bit more pressure around that area of the pitch. And Dom's been leading the line for a while now, and he's a very good player. So, you know, when Dom's fit at the moment, he's very much in our minds, quite obviously. And Beto's still learning from being around that and, and gathering his own learning from playing. Another excellent <coughs> performance from James Garner and Nottingham
2: Forest. Do you think, in some respects, he suffers occasionally because he's so adaptable? He can play at right back, at wing back, he, he can play on the right of midfield, but I think he thinks his best position is in the centre. And and some of his recent performances would
0: maybe indicate that? Yeah, well, I think I've said for a long time that I see him being a central midfield player, Um, (coughs) excuse me, but his adaptability is a strength for him. So it's definitely something that I see as a strength. Um, You know, he's young, he's open-minded, he commits to whatever position he's playing, but I've always, I think, always stated, certainly in my mind, that he's always been considered in my view as being a central midfield player. I think he's very good, I think he's learning, he's developing, his anticipation of the game is improving all the time. Um, it's just another string to his bow that he can play other, other positions when needed. Thanks, Mike. We'll go to
1: Stewart, Premier League Productions.
2: Hey. Um, Hi. Newcastle, I mean, under, under Eddie Howe, you, you replaced Eddie Howe at Burnley, what, a, de- a decade ago? What do you make of how he's developed as a manager and? and that they
0: will pose you the week on tomorrow? Um, well, I call manager, I think you develop with experience and time. Um, he's certainly done that. Um, I think he's he's changed, or he's beginning to change, the situation at Newcastle when he went in there. Um, and he'd obviously made a huge change at Bournemouth from his history there and what he'd done there, um, which was incredible, really, when you look at Bournemouth then and as they still are now. Have a lot of work done there. But going on to Newcastle, he'd, he'd kind of corrected things in the early part, and then the finances obviously helped. But along with his good uh, coaching, I'm sure, and his staff and his, his knowledge of what the game is, but particularly the Premier League, then it's a good mixture and that's certainly been shown. And
2: you mentioned that goals is the answer <coughs> to sort out the, the home form. Um, but how do, you, how do you bring that about? Is it on the training field? No, you keep believing.
0: You know, yeah, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago the, the, the number crunches we have here are very de- in-depth at what they do. Um, you know i was asking them speaking to them, what's your thoughts they said keep doing what you're doing because it pays you back eventually you know because the the quality of chance is the biggest thing you know they don't just look at amounts of chances the quality getting into key areas how many bodies were getting in the effectiveness and all them things but the final moment of truth is the key um, i mean you've got to keep doing it though don't get me wrong you, can, you know I've, i speak to the players you've heard me say it in the media you can't wait for it to happen. You've got to make it happen. So don't misrepresent what I'm saying. It's not about just going. Oh well, uh, the gaffer says the stats are good. We're going to win. You know, we'll score and win. It's about keeping, maintaining, pushing the standards, and then finding the moments of truth. So it's not just a gimme. You know, we've got to go and earn it.
2: so I think through the next four are at home, including a cup quarter final. So how important is it that you you do improve that home form quickly?
0: Like I said, it's about scoring goals. That improves everyone's view of it because I think most of our fans appreciate the side's been playing well at home, but of course they're, they're hungry for wins as much as I am, as much as the players are. So maintaining standards, pushing the standards, finding the moments of truth, I think that's, that's the reality of our challenge at home. Thanks, Stuart. We'll go to Carl. <coughs> Excuse me.
1: Hi, Sean. Hi. I, I know you're not a fan of the outside noise, but the general perception seems to be that club will be okay even with a 10-point deduction. That seems to be a vindication of the progress that has been made here and has helped, as you say, change, change the story around around the team. Would you say? Well, firstly, it's not that
0: I'm not a fan of the outside noise. It's just noise. It's just there. Um, secondly, I think the progress has been made from internal progress and, and the way the players are going about it, the feel in the camp and the quality. I've always said we've got quality, the teamship and the belief in each other um, as a unit. and I think that's improved. and I just like that, the fact that we've took a knock with the 10 points, but the mentality has stayed firm. And we've delivered one game go our way with the scoreline and the, the, the final uh, uh, points tally, but the next one did. And that's because they're sticking to what they do. They're sticking to the beliefs in the side and sticking to the belief in each other that we're a good outfit. And that's got to be maintained and built upon.
1: Does, does that give you the same
0: optimism that's been sort of spread outside there that you will be OK well, it's not as easy as that. I think people are referring to the fact that the teams that come up, everyone thinks they're likely to have a, a tough season. You know, you saw last night Luton take it very close to, to beating Arsenal. You know, that, that's the way the league can be. So there's, yet again, I don't, I don't look at it and go, oh, well, we're okay because these teams are deemed by everyone else to be struggling. You know, I don't see it like that, there are three teams that have earned the right to be in the Premier League so we've got to earn the right to first of all be above them three teams even as a minimum because when you're new to the Premier League it's difficult. Um, the 10 points has changed the situation quite quite obviously. Um, the idea of an appeal and whether we get some end points back is, is in no man's land so therefore it's back to us to, to you know, figure out ways of winning games and uh, I think that challenge is, is never-ending in the Premier League. I, I don't think it's just because of 10 points Beginning of the season, we were looking, you know, at the last two seasons saying, Right, lads, what, what do we need to change? What do we need to get better? How do, how do we get better? And then fathom our way through that. So, that's not about 10 points here or there, that's about the truth of what it is in the Premier League. So, I've reminded the players of all of that. You know, the, the, the business side, I have to look after that when it comes round to an appeal and all that side of things. At the moment, that's the reality. And I'm a great believer in realities, positive realities, as I call them. I believe in the positivity of what we can do and achieving things. No excuses. There's been no excuse for me about it. This is a reality. This is the challenge. Let's crack on. Thanks, Carl.
1: Any further questions in the open section, George? Hi, Sean. Um, Dwight scored obviously a brilliant goal <coughs> the weekend, and he had one clear off the line as well. His first goal of the season. Do you think he can add more goals to his game on a more consistent basis? Yeah, again, he showed he that. Really he showed that decisions. last season
0: from when we got in here. Um, I think his form was excellent. Uh, assists and goals and I think it's he's, he's a surprise it's taken that time to get off this season because of I, I do believe in his quality. Um, he's a high scorer in training weeks you know, so he's, he's got real ability around the goal and he can score different kinds of goals. I think he can score from close range or long range so I was very pleased for him that his work paid off. It's not just his quality, I mean he works very very hard for the side and I think that's a good mixture when you've got hard working players but also the qualities go with it.
1: And just one on Beto as well, obviously he's a similar profile to Dominic and obviously when he's out the outside, it's good to have Beto to come in to play with a similar profile. Does that help you just keep the team building towards something and going in the right direction with playing in the same sort of way?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't see him as similar profiles. I see him completely different players. Um, you know, I, I think they've got different attributes that are important to a side. Um, so I think we can use each player differently at some point, possibly combine them. Uh, but that can take time. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I I think they're both effective in different ways. Dominic's just got a lot more experience in the Premier League as well as his quality as well. Um, But we see Beto as someone who can continue to learn about the Premier League and develop.
1: Thanks, George. Any further questions in the open section before we move on? (coughs) No? Okay. Thank you.